0: Sports, politics life advanced medical imaging presents Kevin Keatsman has issues online at medimageks.com well we have reason to celebrate and reflect on this Thursday as we have crossed over 50,000 followers to the podcast Kevin Keatsman has issues I can't thank you enough all of you that have hit that like or follow button and subscribed. It's absolutely free to do so, but it obviously puts you in a spot where you get notifications when the podcasts are up and remind you everything that we're doing. And it indeed has done what I didn't know the first year that I was podcasting, that if you got people to follow your podcast, more people would listen to the podcast and it would be more influential, um, more attainable and reachable for more people and more influential. I love all these things and I can't thank you enough. And we'll just start with that. its I'm, I'm, I'm not bragging. I will. I'll tell you this. First of all, I don't believe it. I just, I can't believe it. It is stunning to me that that many people have learned and heard about this podcast and hit the like or follow button. And a huge part of this is the growing number of people that listen to content on demand when they're driving. Most of you are sports or talk radio fans or have been in the past and have figured out that your iPhone is a better radio than the radio in your car, that you just Bluetooth it through. And whenever you're driving or doing what you're doing, you run it that way. You drop it down and set it on the charger. It charges itself while it plays. It's largely commercial-free, uninterrupted. For many people, it just sounds better, especially than AM radio and sports talk, which I was on for so many years. And I'm just pleased that the industry is growing like it has. And that my career took this turn when it did because... While I wasn't at the very beginning of podcasting, certainly, the last few years, the last five years or so, the growth of podcasts has been enormous. Now, it's a niche business. It is absolutely a niche business. There are so many people doing podcasts and so many opportunities of different things for you to listen out to out there. I can't thank you enough for hitting the play button on this podcast and giving it a go. Many of you are regular daily listeners. Some of you pop in once a week and listen to a couple of podcasts. And some of you only listen once a month and cherry-pick episodes and listen to the things that you think are interesting, and I'm totally great with that. I'm grateful for anyone that takes the time to hit the play button. It takes a lot more work to hit the play button for a podcast than it does to turn your radio on and start scanning around from song to song or topic to topic on talk radio and decide what to listen to. I always knew while I was doing four hours of radio that people weren't listening for four hours. You're very cognizant of that. You do a really good segment and then a really bad segment, and you wonder, did more people hear the good one or the bad one and turn away? And it was very, it was a very strange feeling to know that that was happening because that's the way I listened to radio. I don't listen to nearly as much radio as I used to. I listen to probably more political and news radio than sports radio now, but I was listening to a bunch of sports radio on Wednesday. I spent a great deal of time in the car. I had a bunch of errands and business things to do. We had some work things and obligations. So I was in the, probably in the car for 90 minutes yesterday total in the afternoon. And I was flipping around and a lot of the news and politics stuff was boring or silly and goofy. And I moved on and I went to sports radio and I turned on Carrington Harrison over at 610 Sports Radio because I think he understands what a good topic is. This podcast is called Kevin Keatsman has issues for a reason because it could have been Kevin Keatsman has topics, but that's not very interesting. Kevin Keatsman has issues, obviously is tongue in cheek and sort of snarky and fun. I like issues. Most people do. I don't think people turn on talk radio to hear trivia. I don't think you go to sports talk radio to hear trivia. Or talk about going over the draft five years ago and which draft choices were good and bad and what will you do in the upcoming draft i I don't think that's the reason people want to listen to the spoken word to be engaged most people that listen are alone in the car some are on longer trips i have many couples say they go on vacation and drive to colorado or texas or something like that and these are people that have either lived together or been married for a long period of time and long stretches of silence where they don't have much to talk about is comfortable and okay in their relationship. And they find that they can listen to a podcast together at the same time and get the same meaning out of it. And I love hearing that. But for most people, it's your day-to-day work. It's your work routine. You're in your car for whatever reason, whether you're working in delivery, whether you're in sales, um, whatever position you may have, you're in your car and you've listened to talk radio. And now you're hitting the play button on the podcast. And I love that. For me, when I get in the car, I will listen to more podcasts at home than in the car. When I get in the car, I want to hear what radio is doing because I spent so many years dedicating my life to that medium and that craft that I like to hear what they're doing on sports radio now. When I listen to sports radio, I'm listening more as a critic than as a fan of, uh, because I never really think I'm going to sports radio to get something that I don't know or to find something interesting or new or topical. If I do, it's always carrington Harrison. It's always him. He always has something. He comes up with an angle every day at the start of his show on 610 Sports Radio at 2 o'clock. He comes up with something pretty good at the start of the show every day that is interesting and different and makes you go, I mean, ultimately, you're trying to get the listener to go, oh, or hmm, okay. And that's the art. That's the craft. That's what you're trying to do. So I'm surfing around and I'm listening. And Bob Fesco, who is their morning host, who I never get to hear because I'm doing my podcast in the morning. Bob Fesco is on as a guest with Carrington Harrison after he had tweeted out that he has a stadium insider, this is the Royals ballpark, a quote, stadium insider has told him that both teams could be leaving Jackson County, the Chiefs and the Royals, and meaning Jackson County, a a stadium insider said, quote, we're effed. and he went ahead and spelled the word out on Twitter. This was his report. Now, Kevin O'Neill is a Kansas City councilman who's out there screaming the same sorts of things. I can't imagine Kevin O'Neill is the source, but he might be, he's a councilman. It's definitely not Frank White and it's not Mayor Lucas. It's hard to believe that it's anyone in the know with the Royals because the only person really in the know with the Royals is John Sherman. The rest of the people aren't. So I hearken back to my years of breaking stories and getting inside information. And generally speaking, there's a board out there of people that are loose lipped and like to share things and talk all the time. And that is members of the Jackson County sports authority. It's not really a big important board or authority. It's generally glad handed to people that are significant in the community and they get to put it on their resume and it looks good. And they are more than willing to call people in sports radio and say, here's what's going on. Sometimes you have to take it with a grain of salt. Now I don't know what a stadium insider is. I've never used a term like that. Again, I'll just give you my opinion. I don't think this is going to happen, but I don't think Bob Fesco's report is wrong. What Bob Fesco reported was an insider is telling him we're effed and that the Chiefs and Royals, they believe, will both be out of Jackson County. That is someone's belief. That is a story. That is a report. It is out there, and I'm okay with that. That is also a fantastic sports radio topic. I mean, top notch. Okay, Bob Fesco did not report this is a done deal. The Chiefs and Royals are leaving. Jackson County. He didn't report that. Okay. What he reported was insiders are saying we're effed and it's likely or quite possible. Both teams will be gone. I used to get hammered all the time. I had a member of the uh, Missouri board of regents, university of Missouri board of curators way back in the day say, we have had contact with the big 10. We're exploring the move to the big 10. They have reached out to us for a, basically a, a letter of inquiry And this, it is started. And I reported that. And of course, Missouri winds up in the SEC. And two years later, everybody's like, oh, your report was wrong. My report was not wrong. Missouri was talking to the Big Ten. Everybody knows that's true. Jay Nixon was the governor at the time, and he wanted to move Missouri out of the Big 12. He was able to facilitate that and eventually wound up in the SEC, which made Missouri fans a lot happier than going to the Big Ten. But it started with an inquiry from the Big Ten to the University of Missouri. And we reported that that report was absolutely accurate. There have been other things. Hey, this is the leading candidate. This person interviewed for the job. Doesn't mean they got it. So this is the same kind of thing. Bob Fesco did not report the Chiefs are leaving Arrowhead Stadium. And he didn't report because that that would probably, if the Chiefs are leaving Jackson County, they're leaving Arrowhead Stadium, which would be news to everyone. The Chiefs have repeatedly said they want Arrowhead Stadium. What the Chiefs want is the Royals to move out. They want the Royals out. They want all that land. They want to tear Coffin Stadium down, I feel sure. And they want to build around it. And they want tax dollars to build around it. They want game day entertainment. They want to build maybe a museum or some interactive things that people would become, it would become a destination that you could come to and see when there is not a game. They, I believe, would like to have wedding venues, entertainment venues, do things year-round for large groups, conventions, auctions. Charity events, you name it. They'd love to have that spot and all that land to do whatever they want as the Kansas City Chiefs football club as a business. So I don't believe the Chiefs are leaving Jackson County. I think they want the Royals to leave Kauffman Stadium. And I don't think the Chiefs really care where the Royals go. They just want them out. I think these teams have kind of wanted each other out for 50 years since they were placed next to each other. There was a day that they didn't work well together at all. In fact, they hated, there was animosity like crazy, all the way up to ownership there was animosity. When the Royals were winning and the Chiefs weren't, it was the worst of times. The Hunt family couldn't stand that. The Royals in the 70s and 80s were Kansas City's team, and they thought, well, football's bigger than baseball. What's going on here? Now the balance of power obviously has shifted dramatically, and it's not going to change anytime soon. We can all see that in this community. But a stadium insider saying Jackson County is effed, and they're going to lose the Royals and Chiefs is a little alarmist. But again, I support Fesco's right to say he's got an insider saying this. I just believe a lot of insiders don't know squat. Let me tell you. If this is somebody on the Kansas City City Council, that isn't exactly high up as a stadium insider. There, You can be a stadium insider and not be high up. That's not high levels of Jackson County. That's not high levels of the Royals. He didn't say Royals insider. And I think if it was a person with the Royals, he would have said a Royals insider is telling me this. It's a stadium insider. And yes, a councilman could be that. A member of the sports authority could be that. Hell, it could be Kathy Nelson at the sports commission, who is basically just spoon fed everything. She's just a little bird in a nest that works for the owners and the teams in Kansas City. She's an awesome person. But my God, I couldn't do that job. Your job is to just basically kiss ass all day and run around town and kiss the ass of everybody in power. And life is good. You get great trips. You get to go to Germany with the Chiefs. You get to go to. Qatar with the World Cup. You get all these great trips, and you make money, and you're with the fanciest people. It's a cool gig. But yuck. You think sales is hard sometimes. You got to kiss your client's ass. Whoa. oh! Try running that sports commission and foundation. That is nothing but firmly planted on every sweet, high-pollutant butt in town. But It could be her or someone at the sports commission. You could literally call yourself a stadium insider and say, you know what's going on when you really don't know anything that's going on. But I'll be darned if it wasn't a great sports radio topic and it was great listening. On the other station, the one that I previously co-owned, co-founded and hosted for 23 years and took great pride in doing content like 610 was doing yesterday, they were doing trivia. And they were talking about, A new coaching hire. And I heard something astounding over there with uh, Seren Petro, who was on in the afternoon, live on the air, just sports journalism, sports talk, radio, liberalism playing out in real time. He was lamenting the fact that Syracuse, his alma mater, had hired this pathetic coach that was only a defensive backs coach at Georgia. And the coach's name is Fran Brown. And Fran sounded. He'd already made up his mind. A person, Fran Brown, who was only a defense back coach at Georgia, was a terrible hire for Syracuse and was saying such. And then live on the air. So let me see a picture of this dude. Let me see what Fran looks like because I know where he was going and he later would say it. Oh God, I thought Fran Brown was a middle-aged white guy. Turns out he's a young black guy. And then the host said, I love this hire. Well, you know what? I like honesty, and I don't bash honesty. I think there needs to be more truth in the world. When I hear liberals say, oh, okay, this isn't a middle-aged white guy named Fran. It's a young black guy. That's a great hire. When I hear somebody say something so racist and so shallow as that, hey, I got to pat you on the back for being truthful. I love the truth. I love it when people say who and what they are. That literally happened between trivia segments and you know, trivia questions and things of that nature. That's what they were talking about. And I, I just, I, I was astounded to hear that. I flip back over, Carrington's on there. They're still talking about the issue of the stadium, what's going to happen, all these other things. It was an unbelievable contrast. It was remarkable. And I, I only share this with you because, I, and, and really the only reason I flipped was I was like, uh-oh, I wonder if over on eight they're talking about what Fesco tweeted and what's going on with the stadium. And they most certainly were not. And I'd never played that game. When, listen, if, if the other, if there was other news somewhere else, another outlet, I didn't ignore it. I was like, okay, this is being talked about. There, we're going to talk about it because this is a good issue. So I couldn't resist the opportunity to fire off a tweet: "That Fesco, nice work, good content, compelling radio. I remember when the other station used to do things like that." Mm. Still friends with many of the folks over there, but wow, are they trapped? Are they trapped in time? And probably, to be honest, they're probably trapped in what they feel like they can say and do at that radio station based on what it was that I did while I was there. And I worked with all those people. There've been no changes. And even when people leave, they come back, except me. Everyone comes back except me. You can't have the one truth teller come back. That's too controversial. We can't have that because I would have been on radio yesterday blasting on the Chiefs for not speaking out about the nine-year-old boy that has been attacked by deadspin and liberal media for not supporting him and offering to bring his family to a game and saying, we love this young fan and we love the Chumash tribe in California and we support them and we support his right to honor his family and his heritage as a Chumash Indian. That's what the Chiefs should be doing. And that's what my show would have been yesterday. And I would have been going nonstop and taking calls and blasting away on the Chiefs for being silent. That would have been my show. Now, that doesn't really fit into a podcast because you don't know when people are going to listen to the podcast, and you're not listening live, and I can't take phone calls and all those things, but that would have been my radio show yesterday. That's why I'm not on radio. Everyone wants to be friends with the Chiefs. It's more important to be friends with the powerful Chiefs than it is to do the actual business of the listener. What's shocking to me is 610 has no trouble whatsoever just completely bashing and slamming the Royals. And they have a partnership in their home with the Royals, and they attack them endlessly about how bad they are at everything they do. It was a really, really interesting day of sports radio, and I, I just wanted to point that contrast. Many of you still are huge sports radio fans. There's just a real contrast in styles now between the two stations. Uh, the mid—I know these guys. I know all three hosts on both stations in midday, and they are all three really nice guys. Really nice guys. But wow, 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 wow. Thank God Dan Bongino is on 95.7 FM now, middays. Dan Bongino's good. It's fun to listen to on KCMO Talk Radio, 95.7. He is not Rush Limbaugh, but he's good. I've always felt like anybody that can carry a show on their own, which Dan Bongino does every day, is really talented and worth listening to. There is something more compelling, in my opinion. About listening to a solo talker than some group thing where it's going back and forth, you don't know who's speaking, and everybody has an open microphone. It's just more compelling. Dan Bongino does that. There is nobody in sports radio that does that in this town. Pete Mundo does it on KCMO every morning. He's very good at it. Uh, it's not. It's not for everyone. It's not easy, but it's better for the listener. There is no doubt in my mind, and it's just I. Uh, you know, we set out to start this podcast now that we've reached 50,000 subscribers to the podcast. When we set out doing this, we picked on middays. My goal was to have the podcast up every day by 10 o'clock so I could go up against the midday shows. That was the idea. It was a hunch, it worked, and here we are. Thank you so much, all of you, for listening, and we'll keep our eye on that stadium issue. I, again, let me just tell you, my, I think it's still quite possible the Royals stay in Jackson County in their downtown. They may go to North Kansas City. I don't see them going to Missouri, uh, to Kansas. I don't see that at all. I just don't see that at all. And I don't see the chiefs going anywhere if the royals move. And I, I don't know why the chiefs would even think about moving until the royals are gone or doing what they're going to do until the royals are gone. Then look at the landscape. You know what? These things should all probably be decided. If Trump becomes president in 24, and the economy turns around and interest rates come down and everybody's making money again, and we get everything back to normal, the voters will be a lot more likely to say yes. A lot more likely, but not when they can't buy Thanksgiving dinner. (sniffs) All right, KKHI is brought to you by Window World. Simply the best for less. Man, I've been with John Gillette and his team now for what? (sighs) Got to be close to 20 years we've been working with Window World here in Kansas City and all over the state of Kansas, Missouri, and Iowa. Window World will come to you. You don't have to be in the metro area. They've got branches and crews all over the place. and They'd love to come to your home. And take a look at your windows. I got a text from a buddy this week says, I'm looking for a door, a screen door out to my porch. And I said, he said, I had to tear this one apart and break it down just to open and close it. I said, I would love to see a video of you demolishing your old door. I said, sure, Window World does that. Call him up, man. One door out to your deck. Yes, Window World will do that job. A hundred windows on several rental properties that you have. Yes, Window World can do that. 816-799-0820. Conservative American patriots, American-made products, lifetime warranty, official windows of the Chiefs, simply the best for less. windowskansascity.com The Nightmare Before Christmas Shiv series is out at Finch Knife Co. This is the Jack Skellington knife from A Nightmare Before Christmas, laser engraved on the blade. It's hand-dyed handles in carmine red. They're only available on the website, finchnifeco.com. That is finchnifeco.com. The Nightmare Before Christmas Shiv Series Knife is incredible from Finch Knife Co. There's all kinds of great knives right there to buy a friend, a father or a son, a spouse for the holidays. This is a great gift idea. Even if someone isn't really like outdoorsy or everyday pocket knife, it's a great thing to have around the house. It's a great thing to display in your office or in a case. And it just, it really says to somebody that you care for them. That's what I like. And I'm going to be giving some Finch knives out this year. Looking very much forward to that. Finchknifeco.com. Mypillow.com probably doesn't make it quite the statement, but this is this can be really good for your spouse. Maybe, maybe she needs a new robe or some slippers, or maybe you'd like to look at the sheets and the towel sets, which are now up to half price in many spots at mypillow.com. The top promo code available is KKHI. That's KKHI is your promo code. At mypillow.com. They also have great pets, uh, great gifts for Fido dog beds, pet blankets, and don't forget the premium pillows. They even have body pillows that can help you if you're a side sleeper and you want to save your back a little bit. Try a body pillow. A lot of people recommend those. They're all right there at the website, mypillow.com, now with a huge towel sale as well. Thirsty, good towels. Mypillow.com, promo code KKHI. Mayor Richard Berkeley died. He was 92, and he was the longest serving mayor in Kansas City history from 79 to 91. On many occasions, I had interactions with Mayor Berkeley in both interview settings and social settings over the years. He was a successful businessman, he was a very humble man. And since 1930, he's the only Republican mayor Kansas City's ever had. And I hate to do this in terms of his passing. It was 92, but the only, and we can talk about his accomplishments. There's a Ber- Berkeley waterfront park, and we're going to get into some things being built on the riverfront, including the current stadium in a moment. That's a women's soccer team that we have. But I think the real thing that popped into my head with Mayor Berkeley's passing is that he's the only Republican mayor of Kansas City in almost a hundred years and it makes you ask the question because we saw what Rudy Giuliani did in New York when he became mayor America's mayor and he was great he cleaned up crime cleaned up the streets it makes you wonder what would happen if Kansas City Missouri had a republican mayor if only for 4 years if only somebody got in there to bust some balls for 4 years in Kansas City Missouri how might that affect our entire community as crime would go down as homicides would go down, as carjackings would go down, as all these things would go down with a conservative Republican mayor in Kansas City, Missouri, what might change for businesses coming in, for growth downtown, for growth in Kansas City, Missouri, for urban renewal, for projects, for opportunity, for jobs, for people that live in Kansas City, Missouri? I can't even imagine. What about tax revenue? As the growth of the economy would would spur, the tax revenue would go up without raising taxes. We know how this works. Kansas City needs a Richard Berkeley. Now, imagine if a conservative mayor came into Kansas City, Missouri and lasted 12 years in Kansas City, Missouri. I think Kansas City in 12 years with a conservative mayor would become one of the top five growth cities in America. It would be astounding what would happen in the entire metropolitan area if that happened. And of course, it's not going to happen because they got to fix on things. Three terms, Mayor Berkeley also was the first Jewish mayor in Kansas City. Rest in peace, Mayor Berkeley dies at the age of 92. He's the mayor from 79 to 91. I've driven by the new Kansas City Current Stadium a couple of times. I'm not impressed. I've not been through it, and it's not done. So easy. Hang on. I'm not just being angry, get off my lawn guy here. But I'm tired of hearing about how great the women's soccer stadium is going to be. I want to see it for myself. And I'm going to go to a concert, probably not a soccer match. I'll probably go to a concert. They'll have some concerts and some different events there. So this story comes out yesterday, and Joe sent this to me, one of our great listeners. This is the Kansas City Business Journal and a reporter named Grace Mayer. And she writes, as it finishes its historic women's sports stadium, the Kansas City Current has been investing in the fan experience by adding James Beard award-winning restaurants and nearby development projects. It's also invested in keeping fans safe. Whoa. Okay. Wait a second. Let's let let's go over this lead again. Historic women's sports stadium, liberal talking point. Kansas City Current, liberal talking point. Fan experience, liberal talking point. James Beard award-winning restaurants, liberal talking point. Development projects, liberal talking point. Then the actual lead of the story. Oh, it's also invested in keeping fans safe because of where the stadium is. this stuff is so easy here's an appetizer here's some caviar here's a sip of champagne here try this and now here's the entree (sighs) the current that's the name of the team is foregoing traditional metal detectors for a security system that leverages artificial intelligence to screen stadium attendees without them having to pause to empty their pockets. The detection system, well, it's from Toronto, Canada's Extract One technology. I mean, who doesn't think of that when you're thinking of technology, maybe like Silicon Valley or American technology? No, let's get some of that Toronto, Canada technology here. We love the socialism in Canada. We'll get fans through security lines and into the stadium faster. All right, so all those things are good things. Getting through faster is good. I'm okay with that. Before I give you the nuts and bolts of this thing, and the real reason it caught my eye, and the real reason Joe sent it to me, let me say this. If you drive by this stadium right now, it looks like it's older than Kauffman Stadium. It looks like it was built in the 60s. It's an erector set. It looks cheap, old, tired. It looks like all of those things. Now, it's not done. I'm hoping they're going to do something to the outside. Otherwise, it just looks like a glorified high school stadium. That's really what it looks like. It's like Rockers High School's football stadium by the river, but just bigger and a little uglier. Nah, I'm just saying, but it's not done. So I don't know what their plans are for the outside of it. Driving by on the road, it's just an eyesore. It is literally an eyesore. It does not add anything to downtown. It's ugly. It's ugly, but it's not done. So I got to be fair here. It's not done. Maybe they're going to put some pretty canopies up or banners or flags or something that will do something. I don't know what they're going to do. Right now, it's not pretty. Here we go. Traditional metal detectors may screen three to five people a minute, extract CEO Peter Evans said, but the company's smart gateway technology can usher 30 to 40 people through security per minute. The AI security system is trained to recognize and detect weapons. Now, how do you know that the Kansas City Current... And their downtown on the river stadium is a is liberals working with liberals. Well, this is really easy. You always know when liberals are working with liberals. Data collected from the security system, such as the type of weapon alerts or the number of attendees that enter the stadium per minute, could help the stadium tailor its security services for different events. For example, Evan says, quote, a country concert may have more security alerts than a Disney on ice event. <laughs> ah, that's damn right wingers. Those country fans are going to be coming in here. We got to screen them. These are going to be J 6 ers The insurrectionists are coming to see Tim McGraw. We got to screen these people. I want to read that to you again. This is just unfettered, crazy left-wing liberalism at this stadium and the Canadian company that they've hired to put in security. For example, a country concert may have more security alerts than a Disney on ice event. Who says? (laughs) I, I can't think of anything more racist and mean than that. We're going to bring in all these white country fans, and that's going to be a lot worse than your diverse Disney on ice crowd with kids and different kinds of families down here. Look, I know what he was going for. This is a kid's event. The other's a drinking event. I get what he's going for, but you really should parse it that way, (laughs) right? You couldn't, uh, what, what, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's stop. Wait a second. What if he had said, for example, a rap concert may have more security alerts than Disney on ice. Oh my God. Then what? What kind of crap storm would we have in Kansas City right now if they said that? We got 50 cent coming up in here. That's a whole different security alert level than Disney on ice. Huh? Oh, no. It's still okay to pick on white people. It's just go ahead and do it. If a country concert has more security alerts, we get, you know, we're we going to learn some spit from a country concert. We'll, we're going to find out who these people are. Oh, they're also tracking information about you with this. That just screams screams, liberal, liberal, liberal. Uh, okay. One more, uh, one more, and more on to sport. This is not, I won't spend much on this. Biden, the Biden team is, there's a story out today. The Biden team is working on reasons not to debate Donald Trump. They're working very hard and they're, they're quietly saying this, that their plan will be, we'll say, we can't debate an election denier. If that doesn't work, They'll say, we can't debate someone who was impeached by Congress. If that doesn't work, they're hoping there will be another conviction between now and then at one of these courts. They'll say, we're not going to debate somebody who's been convicted. And if that doesn't work, Biden could say, well, we can't take the time to go do a debate because I'm a wartime president. (laughs) They're already looking for excuses to not debate Donald Trump. Trump leads the Republican primary nationwide. He's got a 61.3% vote of Republican voters. Ron DeSantis, 13.8. Nikki Haley, 9.9. Wow. What is with all this pushing of Nikki Haley? Good God. Have you experienced this or not? Everybody wants Nikki Haley. All the big money donors are behind her trying to do this, trying to do that. She's a warmonger. That's why the big money's behind her. It's money for them. You give a dollar to Nikki Haley, it comes back 10 if she's president. Oh my God, do people not know this stuff? Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom will debate tonight on Fox News. This is going to be the most interesting thing in the world to watch. Not because it's Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom. A debate moderated by Sean Hannity will be interesting because he's going to want to talk more than the candidates. Sean Hannity talks over his guests more than any person in the history of broadcasting. He doesn't let him talk, and he doesn't ask questions. He makes statements to them and then stops. He does a 90-second monologue and stops, and now it's your turn. (laughs) I don't think Sean Hannity's any good. Man, I respect the dude. I respect the work ethic. I agree with a lot of his politics. I just think as a broadcaster, he's at times, he's just lost. He just repeats talking points over and over, and he doesn't ask questions. I can't wait to watch this because I don't watch Hannity very much anymore. I just don't watch it. I, I think he's unwatchable. Unless there's a guest on, I want to see what he's doing. I find him unwatchable. Not as unwatchable as Laura Ingram. You literally can't look at Duckface anymore. She, her lips are so full of stuff. So she can't talk right. And her nose is all jacked up and it's nasally. And she talks up here like this. I can't do it. I can't do it. And she's a beautiful, wonderful person, a great Christian and conservative, all of those things, man, she don't belong on TV. Um, So I'm going to watch this to see what, as much as anything to see, I'm going to to be curious. Who gets more time tonight? Hannity, DeSantis, or Newsom? I'll bet Hannity talks more than either of the other two. Just my hunch. Sports Today brought to you by ticketsforless.com. Your promo code is KKHI. You know that. Promo code is KKHI at ticketsforless.com. There's no fees ever. They're highly rated with the Better Business Bureau. They're a local company with nationwide service. They've gone from four employees to 90 here in the Kansas City area, and they're ready to serve you up with Chiefs tickets. Or how about KU UConn Friday night? Allen Fieldhouse. Kids are already camping out at Allen Fieldhouse for that game. You want to go? Ticketsforless.com. Promo code KKHI always saves you money. Or call the local number and speak with somebody right here in Kansas City. 913-685-3322 for ticketsforless.com. The new car image is offering gift cards for the holidays to detail a loved one's car. I can't think of anything better. Packages start at just $75 for interior detailing of your car. Now, if you do the full interior detail, one time only, December, if you call and say, we're going to do a full interior, they will do the ceramic coating absolutely free. On the outside, it's got a one-year warranty. It's a three to $500 volume. The ceramic coating, you won't believe what it does for your car. It's free if you do the full interior detail. So call the new car image today for details, 816-499-1470. It's all at their website, thenewcarimage.com. That's thenewcarimage.com. You can buy a package as a gift card. You can get a $75 gift card and say, listen, we're just going to do the the lesser detail, but my wife's car or something needs to be cleaned up, and this is a great Christmas gift. They have mobile units; they'll come right to you and do this. If you're doing the ceramic coating and the weather is cold, you have to be in their garage. That's either in Lawrence or Belton, but you can get this now and use it in the spring when it warms up. They'll come right to you where you work or your house and do the entire thing where you are. It's awesome. Mobile service all over Kansas City. TheNewCarImage.com. Love those guys. It's called Brad's Obsession, by the way. The top interior package, it's called Brad's Obsession. It is. Went out with my buddy Cato yesterday to B-Stock in Olathe, 14680 South Flaming Road. He picked up a 43-inch brand new LG television for $199 and got a brand new factory-sealed iPad 8 for $299. Insane. They've moved over 100 of these iPads, but they got a bunch left. If, If you are looking for a laptop, Greg told me yesterday I was there. He said, we have so many laptops, we can't count them. We are giving these things. We're selling them for less than we paid for them. If you want a laptop, go in and find one. And if you see the price, offer them 50 bucks less. I'll bet they take it. Honestly, they're priced insanely low. They got to go, man. Laptops got to go. They got way too many laptops. He said, just just please tell people to come get laptops from us. Just come get them. Bstock.net or 14680 South Flaming." On to sports. Holden Armenta is the nine-year-old boy, and he and his dad were on the Jesse Waters show on Fox on Wednesday night. The dad said it's too late for an apology from Karen Phillips. Karen Phillips is a guy. Yeah, it's a dude named Karen. He works for Deadspin. There's nobody talking about suspending Karen Phillips for this completely fabricated, misleading, dishonest story. And there's certainly no talk of terminating him. Karen's a black man. So he has the right to be as wrong as he wants to be when reporting that a nine-year-old boy is racist for painting half of his face black and the other half red and wearing a headdress to the game, even though he's Chumash Indian and his parents have been leaders of the tribe for many generations. I got two issues here. I got two issues. One, my main issue is the Chiefs have been very silent. They need to support this boy and his family. They should invite them to Arrowhead on December 10th for the Bills game. They should get him good seats, really good seats in the club level, under a heater somewhere. Let him paint his face and let him wear his headdress. But uh uh-oh, Native American headdresses are not allowed at Arrowhead Stadium. Oh, they're allowed in Las Vegas. And they were allowed at the Super Bowl where the boy went last year and saw the Chiefs play and wore the same headdress. The Chiefs don't allow it. Did you know that? Got an issue with that? They should be inviting this family, putting them up with a VIP treatment, and let the boy wear the whole thing. He's Native American. He has the right to express himself, just as Native Americans that don't like the idea have the right to express themselves. This is free speech, equal time, whatever you want to call it. The second issue is, I think if the game, this Sunday word Arrowhead Chiefs fans would be painting their faces black and red like crazy. They would. It's next weekend. Maybe there won't be as many, but there's an online deal going on that it looks like maybe hundreds, if not thousands of Chiefs fans are going to paint their face for that game against the Bills. That would be awesome because you couldn't keep that off the cameras. As a tribute to this young boy, who in the interview with his dad was asked by Jesse Waters, how does it feel to know Chiefs fans are going to paint their faces like yours? And the young boy says that feels pretty good because he's had a bad week. This has been hard for a nine-year-old boy, as you can imagine. Chiefs put out their injury list. Nick Bolton is practicing. Limited practice. He's still on the IR. He waved to the cameras from the practice field. Love to get Nick Bolton back. This is all about the playoff run. You know how the Chiefs are. They just take their time with these injuries and bring them back and hope they make it to the finish line. He's got a cast on his wrist or something hard on his wrist, but he was out there with the team. I like seeing that. Kadarius Toney Tony back on the practice field Wednesday. Full participant in practice. The Packers sat running backs A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones both out of practice, out, completely out, and wide receiver Jaden uh, Reed also missed practice. So they've got some injuries on the offensive side of the ball, but the Packers offensively are getting better. This is the 13th start for Jordan Love. It's his second versus Kansas City. You may recall in 2021, the Chiefs beat the Packers 13-7, to and we were all complaining about the Chiefs' offense. Chiefs won 13-7 to over the Packers. What's wrong with them? Packers and Chiefs both feature top 10 defenses. Jordan Love has played great the last month. You can see the progression of this young quarterback. I don't think it equals a big point total against the Chiefs, because here's the stat that you really need to know. Right, well, let me give you some Jordan Love stats first. Okay, he's got 590 yards and five touchdowns with no interceptions in his last two games. That's phenomenal. They won at Detroit on Thanksgiving Day, 29-22, and he was good. He has 65% completions over his last four games. And Jordan Love leads the NFL, all quarterbacks, in long passes completed. They're a home run offense. They like to run the ball and ask their quarterback to throw home runs. But the last two games, they've scored over 20 points. The previous seven games, they never got to 20. So yes, they're improving. Yes, Jordan Love is better. And yes, they scored 29 on the road at the Lions. But to me, the Chiefs haven't, I mean, this is the this is a chance to be the best Chiefs def- defense ever. Like, it's shocking when somebody gets to 20. Nobody's gotten past 24. And to think that Jordan Love and the Packers are going to do it Sunday night doesn't sound right to me. I think it's probably a lower scoring game. The Chiefs may struggle at times offensively. Green Bay's no easy place to play. It'll be cold. Crowd will be loud. Packers have an excellent defense. It's a lot of things here, but I just don't, it's, it's so nice going into a game thinking, okay, Jordan Love and the Packers are not putting 31 on the board. I mean, unless the Chiefs turn it over five times and have short fields, they're not going up and down the field on the Chiefs. They're just not. Even though Jordan Love is better, you got to watch out for the big plays here. You got to stop the run. You got to keep Jordan Love from throwing it 50 yards downfield and completing passes. No breakdowns. No breaking down in the secondary. Uh, Let's talk billions in sports. We have two stories about billions. The first is NASCAR announcing they have signed a seven year deal with television networks for $7.7 billion. So that's $1.1 billion a year. Here's how it'll work. Getting in 25, Fox Sports and NBC Sports will each air 14 races. The other 10 races will be split between Amazon Prime and TNT. TNT is owned by Warner Discovery. The owner doesn't matter, I guess. So Prime Video and TNT will have the other 10. But TNT and Prime Video also get practice, qualifying, pre-race, some Bush Series races, some other content. This is interesting that NASCAR has gone this way because everybody wants to be on a streaming platform now. They believe, sports leagues believe, that when you are on a streaming platform, you are reaching viewers that don't have the channels where the actual sports product is. In other words, many young people stream Netflix, Apple, Amazon, whatever, but maybe don't even have an antenna on their TV and get channel five to watch a Chiefs game. It's a thing. It's a thing. They love their streaming. They love the. They love that content and maybe they aren't as big as sports fans. But if you get on there, you're now reaching people that are not your top priority sports fans, and maybe they're falling in love with the sport too. That's why MLS being on Apple TV is a big deal. It's it's a pretty big deal. They're reaching people that wouldn't otherwise watch soccer or see it or whatever. So they think it's going to help them grow their business. So NASCAR has done this as well. They may find some people and get new fans. It's all about trying to find new fans. That's why a lot of organizations are having streaming packages. That is finding new fans. $7.7 billion. Way to go, NASCAR. The other is something we reported on yesterday, and that's Mark Cuban got $2 billion from Sheldon Adelson's widow to sell a majority of the Dallas Mavericks to her. Then we have now learned that he's still going to control the team. He gets to run it. Well, who wouldn't do this? Mark Cuban, this is the greatest move ever. You're giving me $2 billion cash to diversify and spend in other ways. I still get to keep my basketball team and run it. You're just the majority owner. This is crazy. Who does that deal? That's phenomenal. Immediately, Mark Cuban was asked what I was questioning yesterday. Do you have plans to run for president? He said, absolutely not. I do not have plans to run for president. I still wouldn't rule it out. I don't think we're talking 24 here. I think we're talking 28. I wouldn't rule it out. I think, again, this is the greatest election ever. For everyone else to just sit out, let Biden and Trump do it. And I, Ron DeSantis, I think, made a critical mistake in running. Um, he'll have his chance somewhere down the road, but he's just not going to get there this year. You're just not. And I'm not saying Trump's going to beat Biden. I don't. I don't know. We'll. I'll talk, come back in ten months. I'll let you know what I think. But I still think it was a mistake for any of these people to run against Trump this time around. Mark Cuban is out. Our final final is brought to you by Cross Kitchens, online at crosskitchenskc.com. Family owned and operated in Belton, Missouri. We love Tim and his family. They're great people, great young family. Most of their jobs they complete in two weeks or less, which is important. It all starts with the exploration process. And they will come to your house absolutely free. They'll do a consultation. They'll take a look, ask you what you like. They'll get with their design center. They can do a 3D rendering of what it will look like, show you exactly. And then you decide whether you want to do it. They put the bid in. Bid them against anyone else. We're not asking you to just be blind with Cross Kitchens. Go ahead. See if you like Tim and his process and his price better than everyone else. They're offering free countertops to the end of the year. I don't know why you wouldn't make the call. If you're ready to freshen up your house, KC.com. Ideal Health is located at Shawnee Mission Parkway and K7 in Shawnee. This is Kansas City's top regenerative medicine clinic. Double board certified interventional radiologist Dr. Kip Van Camp many years ago switched to regenerative medicine and has now been published in multiple journals around the world on how to use stem cell and tissues to improve your own body for what ails you. This includes people with onset of Alzheimer's and Parkinsons, COVID shot issues, joint pain, chronic pain or just malaise or being lethargic. They do patch therapy, blood spinning, Tissue therapy, ozone therapy, idealhealthkc.com. For an appointment, to find out if this may work for you, call Dr. Van Camp's office at 913-745-5300. And I'm telling you guys, there's no, there's no better old school, old fashioned Christmas shopping experience because I like to go shopping for Christmas all by myself for the people that I love. I love to go do this. There is no better, more Christmassy feel, feel good place to holiday shop for someone you love than Jocelyn's Jewelry. It is as old school as it gets. It's like you're walking into Mayberry. Honest to goodness. They are so sweet in there. There has never been a commission at Jocelyn's Jewelry. They're never going to try to sell you something you don't want. They have the greatest selection at the best prices. It's just fair and old school. And If that's something you crave, I highly recommend this holiday season, whether you want to spend 50 bucks on a bracelet or a chain, or 5000 on something that really, really sparkles. Jocelyn's Jewelry is going to make you feel good when you walk through those doors. 95th and Antioch, tell them Kevin said hello when you get there. Our final final is not billions, it's millions. Red Lobster announced that they lost $11 million in the third quarter. Red Lobster's like, it's got a cult following. People that love Red Lobster love really love Red Lobster. And they decided this year that they wanted to increase foot traffic, that they wanted more people walking through the door. So a lot of times you'll do things like you see these Applebee's commercials where they do the dollar margaritas or the two for 20 or something like that. It increases the number of people that come in. Then maybe they find something else or they stay for a couple more beers and the whole tide rises. Even though you're giving something away for a lower price, the whole tide rises. Well, Red Lobster had this idea. And they it worked. They got a, they got four percent increase in foot traffic. Now they've got millions of customers. So four percent is no small number. If you have four percent more customers at a restaurant, that's a good thing. That's a really good thing. Well, not at Red Lobster. They're blaming their eleven million dollar third quarter loss on all the shrimp you can eat for twenty bucks. It was so popular in the spring that in June Red Lobster started advertising that it's permanent. We've nominated a permanent menu item, all the shrimp you can eat for 20 bucks. And they got slaughtered. They got crushed. There's so much shrimp being eaten at Red Lobster and nothing else on the menu being ordered. It's insane. They lost $11 million, even though their traffic was way up. They've pulled the plug on the permanent promotion. Nothing is permanent. Everything can be replaced. And the all-you-can-eat shrimp was going to break Red Lobster if they stayed with it. I don't know why I find humor in that. I just, I do. I, I, it sounded like a great idea. They said, hey, we could change it to $22. We're still going to lose money. Maybe they should do all-you-can-eat shrimp for 30 bucks. I don't know. Then people wouldn't do it. That's fine. It may get them in the door. Or how about this? All-you-can-eat shrimp still at Red Lobster. And then don't say the price and keep it real small down on the bottom of the screen. Then people come in and go, wait, this is now 30 not 20 That might make people mad, but... Red Lobster lost $11 million because America's fat and loves to eat all they can at one sitting. We have to gorge ourselves. Red Lobster felt the brunt of that. Don't forget the KK List this holiday season. All of our sponsors and more are right there. TheKKList.com. TheKKList.com. Go check it out. You'll see all of our sponsors there. We greatly appreciate you giving them the opportunity to earn your business. We do not expect you to just give them your business. We expect them to put you through the grinder, put, put them through the grinder, and make them earn your business with great products and service. That's what we expect. You should expect no less. They're at thekklist.com, and they're ready for you to challenge them in order to earn the business. The KKList.com. Kevin Keatsman Has Issues has been presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC and is produced by Crooked Tail Media. Please hit the like or follow button wherever you listen or give us a review. For premium content podcasts and weekly newsletter, join as a patron at KKHasIssues.com for as little as $5 a month. Support all our sponsors and other conservative businesses at the KKList.com. This has been a production of Crooked Tail Media, Incorporated.